in today's Live Treasured podcast, The Betrayal of Pornography. there, you amazing women of the treasured tribe. I hope that you are having a beautiful today. Today, today we are blessed to have Jeremy Wiles with us. Jeremy Wiles is the CEO of Kingdom Work Studio and the director of its film. He founded Kingdom Work Studio in South Florida back in 2012 with his wife, who works by his side, writing and producing. And at Treasured Ministries, we are incredibly grateful for the work that you have done to help marriages heal from the attack and the addiction of pornography. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Welcome to the podcast. Wow. Thanks for having me back. It's such an honor to talk with you again. We're so glad that you are here. Can you share with our audience again why you are passionate about this topic and why back in 2012 that you started Kingdom Works? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm passionate about this because I believe the issue of pornography and betrayal in the United States is probably the biggest issue that we face as a nation. Um, it's, it's the true pandemic, right? It's mm-hmm. affected every nation, every continent in the world. And um, so my, my mission has just been to raise a flag and say, hey, look, this is a big deal. And I believe that as Christ followers, we would all recognize that it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, there hasn't been many resources that the church has put behind dealing with this in, in, in our church and our pews and in the nation as a whole. So yeah, I'm passionate for that reason. I think it's going to destroy the country if it hasn't already. Mm -hmm. And I want to see families healed and, and I want to see wives healed because of the betrayal they've gone through. And, and more importantly to give the kids a fighting chance. Yeah. Cause it, it ripples through generations. Yeah. So it's a huge issue. Right. And with the internet and everything accessible and available, um, so easy to fall into oh, yeah. the, the trap of, of pornography. You know, uh, we will leave the link to our first podcast where uh, you told us about your series called The Conquer Series. We found out about, and which is for men who are struggling with this addiction, we found out about this because there was a woman that told us that her husband had struggled for years with this addiction. Could They couldn't find anything inside of their church. It was hard to talk about inside of the church, hard to just find anything. And it was your series, literally, that broke this pattern of pornography in wow. this man's life. Um, which began at a very young age for him and continued all throughout uh, their marriage. So we'll we'll leave that link there. Um, wow. What I want to talk about today is the wife side of the equation. If your husband mm-hmm. is diving into pornography, which unfortunately, because we minister to women, we do hear 
about this a lot and the extreme betrayal. In fact, I remember from our first podcast, you telling me this is probably one of the greatest betrayals that a woman can face when her husband has gotten sucked into this addiction. Why is it such a um, difficult betrayal? Well, God wired us for intimacy. And so this is the ultimate violation of the of the intimacy that God has put in us. Mm. And so when a man violates that level of intimacy and he, he, uh, you know, destroys the authenticity of that marriage, Mm -hmm. that covenant, that relationship, it's a contract in a spiritual realm, but also in a physical realm that's been ripped apart. Mm -hmm. And, and she experiences this in multiple different layers. It's not just, Hey, my heart's broken. No, it, it ripples through the body, in the mind, in the soul. And so this is like a, this deep chasm that's been created because of, of what this, usually a, a man, it's not always the case, but mm-hmm. most often it's the guy who, who is the uh, perpetrator of mm-hmm. this betrayal. And what he's done has, has torn her to shreds. Mm-hmm. And guys, they, they create this, uh, these like these compartments in their brain where they say, Hey, this is this little thing that I do over here in my corner. And you know, it has nothing to do with you. I love you, honey. Um, I'm going to keep you from finding out that I have this other life. Mm -hmm. So I'll keep this thing hidden over here because I learned how to do this at a very young age Mm -hmm. and it's helped me cope through all the stress and the problems in life. And I just Mm -hmm. chose not to grow up and deal with these problems. So I use this Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to tell you about it. So instead, what the wife feels is something's off. You know, why does he act like this? Why is he so quickly angered and rash and insensitive? Why does he isolate? Why can't he connect with me emotionally? Why is there no intimacy in our marriage? Right. Well, he's got this thing over here that he does. And so she has felt betrayed, mm-hmm. even though... She doesn't know the betrayal. So she even has before felt she betrayed. finds out, she she oh, can absolutely. feel that. You mentioned yep. you mentioned the lack of emotional intimacy. How does pornography interrupt that? Well, it's it's uh, it's synthetic, and it's exactly what the enemy wants. Satan wants you to live in this synthetic, uh, you know, intimacy that he creates. And so guys go out searching for intimacy. That's really at the heart of what's going on here. They're looking for intimacy. When they go to pornography, they're looking for intimacy. They're looking for it. And they don't know how to attach Mm -hmm. intimately with their wife. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times they've got wounds from their past that they've carried with them up into adulthood. Mm -hmm. And those wounds come with lies. And those mm-hmm. lies can be things like, I'm not worthless. I feel reje- rejected. And with those lies, they seek to medicate those lies mm-hmm. and those beliefs that they have. Mm-hmm. And so instead of opening up to their wife and saying, hey, look, this is, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a wretched man. Mm-hmm. I've got these holes in me. And I'm unsatisfied in these areas. And I'm, I don't feel like I can connect with God the Father 
why you know having these open conversations and instead they go to pornography and they drink this poison Mm -hmm. and it's uh it's a lie it's an absolute lie is it when they when they go to the pornography they don't have to open up and be intimate they just that's it they're in control of the entire situation whereas with a with a wife with a person you have to be vulnerable you're not going to get it right every time. Is that the the difference? And so then the pornography is this easy fix, whereas being with a wife pulls pulls to a deeper level. Yeah. That, that I I'm I'm not equipped to even you know yep. going to. And so then the Bible says that men are called to love and cherish their wives. And so then on a with a wife, there's that, that betrayal and that void. And many times I, like we were saying, because they've learned how to compartmentalize it, they don't know what's going on. And I'm assuming Jeremy, um, just after years of talking with women and being a woman Mm -hmm. myself, that I would immediately say, what's wrong with me and how, Mm -hmm. Like, what do I need to fix? Why Why is he annoyed with me? Is that sort of what you see as you work with people? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So most of the time, the woman, she, she can't figure out what's wrong with her. Mm-hmm. And so because of his behavior, it's positioned her in a, in a place where she spends all of her day in this in this, uh, you know, it's kind of gaslighting really where mm-hmm. she can't figure out the truth. Like what's wrong? Like, why does this keep happening? Why aren't you attracted to me? Mm-hmm. Especially after she finds actual proof of the betrayal. Right. Um, but he just can't connect intimately with her. So mm-hmm. she just, she doesn't know why she doesn't have an answer to it. Right. And, you know, porn is a drug they give you when they want you to forget about your wife. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. an easy way for a guy to kind of just zone out. Right. He creates a little world for his own for himself, and he goes to that world and he drinks the poison over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't really know the facts, but she knows the truth. She knows that there's something amiss, there's something off, and she can't put a finger on what's going on until she learns the truth. Until she discovers what he's been doing Mm -hmm. and then at that point you know he's he's weaponized his wife Mm. she is a she is a lethal weapon she's weaponized his wife can you go deeper into that yeah he has created a monster and that's Mm -hmm. not to say that's what she is Mm -hmm. but in his eyes she's going to be a wild woman at this point because mm-hmm. that's who he's created. You you've betrayed the one you loved, the one that you gave your commitment to, and now he can't figure out how to get this thing back together. Mm-hmm. So he's in he's in a period of absolute desperation. How do I fix what I've done? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's never seen consequences for his behavior. He kept it hidden. Mm-hmm. And now he's facing extreme consequences. Hey, I'm going to lose my wife. I'm going to lose my family. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose half of everything I've ever earned in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In some of the extreme cases, I may even go to jail. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can get really bad, right? Right. Right. And there's definitely um, 
very dark avenues of this opening up more and more and more, um, as, as I'm told, and it can just keep spiraling down. And yep. so, and so when, when a man finds out the betrayal and I, I can't help but think about, um, Leah and Rachel in the Bible and how Jacob loved oh. Rachel, but he, he didn't have the capacity to love uh, Leah. And so she said, well, maybe if I have another child and, and maybe if I have another child and maybe if I have another child, he'll, he'll love me with her first three children. Yeah. And, and we never see record of that in inside of the Bible because, and in this case he was connected with Rachel. Um, the Bible says that he loved her, but for, for Leah, I would imagine um, that there was a bit of shame attached to that. Do women also feel in the betrayal and in the trying to fix it on their own yep. an amount of shame attached, shouldering the shame of actions that really aren't theirs to shoulder? Absolutely. I mean, we deal with this stuff on a daily basis, mm -hmm. and it, it it's mind-boggling the level of shame and impact it has on the women. And I, I've told our staff many times, like if I could get every guy who's addicted to pornography or acting out sexually outside of his marriage to sit in our office for a day mm -hmm. and to be on the phone and listen to these women, mm -hmm. listen to the, the trauma, the trembling in their voice. And it gives me chills right now. Mm. You would change so quickly. And this is what's at the heart of it. It's empathy. Mm -hmm. It's feeling what she's feeling. And mm -hmm. so many men can't do that because they've they've seared their conscience over many, many years mm -hmm. of viewing pornography and it's affected physically affected their brain. Mm -hmm. To where they um, can't they can't connect. They intimately. can't connect. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. And it's not to say that that won't change. It mm -hmm. can, but that takes a lot of hard work, mm -hmm. takes accountability. It takes, you know, some other guys kicking you in the butt who've mm. been down this road. But there's hope and there's hope for marriages that have faced uh, betrayal and, and infidelity. It's not just guys who are only viewing pornography. Of course, that's infidelity. Mm. But, you know, in terms of catching your husband who's acted out with other women, mm -hmm. there's hope for that mm -hmm. if that's what she desires. Right, right. And yep. And I, um, and so first, you know, with that, it's not a woman's fault when this happens. Um, and certainly, um, that's right. I think that, you know, that's the first thing, you know, when we interviewed you the first time, we also interviewed the woman who, whose husband was radically changed through the Conquer series. Mm. And I came over and met with them. And I was blown away because I'm just telling you right now, Jeremy, she was absolutely <laughs> beautiful. She was beautiful. Mm. And he was not. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm, you know, like on the outside, <laughs> I'm just going, you have yeah. got to be joking me. But um, it so so it's it's not the way that a woman looks. It's it's not no. anything. It's something, it's a wound from his past that he's got to heal. Um and and overcome you say that there's hope for that does a man have to say i want to change in order for there to be that resolution does yeah, that make he, sense 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he has to want to change. And whether that that pressure comes from the outside or the inside, mm-hmm. you know, it 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 just it comes down to he has to want it. Mm-hmm. And so she can she can create pressure and he's going to feel that pressure when things start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And if that's the driver to lead him to change, okay, that's fine, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. external forces or internal forces. But at some point, if he sticks with it, it'll turn to an internal force where he says, look, man, I'm I'm connecting with my wife mm-hmm. in a deeper way today than I've ever done before. Mm-hmm. And it's more authentic. We have a deeper level of intimacy. I'm, I'm truly in love with her. Mm-hmm. And once he gets there and he feels what she's feeling, he senses the, the pain that she w- went through because of what he did, wow, that's hope. And mm-hmm. he's he's likely made it at that point. Mm-hmm. But that's a couple years into this whole thing. And we tell guys, look, you can get free. Um, you can get free from acting out with pornography in 90 days if you stick with it. To totally renew your mind, mm-hmm. you're talking you know, two to five years mm-hmm. at least. I remember when you told me that. Two to five years, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they it just can, depends, you know. It just depends on if they if they want and if, if they're ready to change. What kind of pressure can she um, can she apply? And again, uh-huh. you know, uh, I would just say to women out there, you know, the solution is not for you to fix yourself necessarily, yeah. like in some or to fix him. He's got to choose to do that. But then, so what can a woman do? I mean, we, we all know, because everybody li- is listening, that we're believers. Mm-hmm. So we all know we can pray. We right. all know that we can read our Bibles. But what what can she do? Well, you can take a sledgehammer and smash in his car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. No, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Shoot, you can shoot you may have his dog. felt like what? you wanted to do that. You listening out there, but don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get violent. No, I'm yeah. joking. Um, it's a tough one because I tell you, yeah, he's got to he's got to want this, mm-hmm. and it, if he feels that he's losing things, mm-hmm. he's going to start to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Um. I think more importantly, she has to look at herself because she's the one that was wounded in this. She was the victim. Mm -hmm. And often the wife, because of her commitment to the covenant, the contract that she made with this guy, she runs out trying to salvage the contract. Right. He's the violator. He's the one that that Mm -hmm. tore this thing up. And now you're trying to convince him to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. If she focuses on her own healing Mm -hmm. and because she just got ran over by a bus mm-hmm. and she's, she doesn't realize it, but she's got all this trauma stored up in her mm-hmm. that is going to come out in, in so many different ways. It doesn't just come out in tears. It comes out in um, uh, autoimmune disorders and mm-hmm. in health issues mm-hmm. and it affects their bodies. I've seen women who've gone through this where they've suddenly developed uh, terrible arthritic issues Mm. that don't go away Mm -hmm. but you know his porn problem might go away but now she's stuck in a horrible Mm -hmm. health condition for Mm -hmm. decades right and it was triggered by the trauma Mm -hmm. that she faced Mm -hmm. and so i would say the first thing you got to do is go get help get some other women 
who've gone through this. They know what the storm looks like. They've weathered the storm. And it doesn't mean that they've, they, their marriage has been fixed or it's been healed and they're still together because that doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. These aren't Hollywood movies. This is real life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that doesn't always play out like that. Mm-hmm. And so help yourself. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Help yourself. Get some help. Get around other women. And if you find a good woman who's, who's gone through this and she's led other women through it, she's going to have some solid advice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very specific to the situation that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I understand that you are creating a series just for women. Can you tell our audience about that? Yeah. So it's a, I think it's a seven or eight week uh, film series that women can use in small groups. Um, we also shot a movie to go along with this. It's called From the Ashes. Um, and it's the story of a, a woman, her name's Emma and her husband has betrayed her and she winds up in a prison, a physical prison. We shot this in Ireland Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm about to give the story away. (laughs) Well, don't do that. Yeah. No, it's okay. She, (laughs) she doesn't know why she's there. And she, so she's in like this dream state. She can't figure out why she's in this prison. It's real. She's mm-hmm. like really there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has to figure out how to get out. And it's, she was committed to prison for a, a crime she didn't commit. Mm-hmm. And now she's taken on his crime and mm-hmm. she's being punished for it. Mm. So it's, it's a story of her learning about her own identity, who she is, who God's called her to be. And through that, she's able to find freedom. Hmm. And so then that sort of parallels with, with what can happen with, with the betrayal of infidelity pornography is that women can find themselves in their own prison. Yeah, and, and they often do. And so then this series, Betrayal, which, Jeremy, can you please hurry up and publish this? <laughs> we need you to put this out there now. So I hear you. <laughs> um, because, you know, uh, and, and you know what I, I just, I, I want to say, I, I can just hear um, just, you know, some of my friends that have been through this, some women that I talk with with Treasure Ministries, and I want to just say, you know, she's done enough. Why does she, ha- you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would just imagine, like, if a man finally comes to his wife and says, I've had the affair, I'm addicted to pornography, there's always been some wrestling on on his end. And I would imagine, because everything is such a mess, is mm-hmm. it true that perhaps in his mind there is some unrealistic expectation that okay, now everything is going to be peachy keen and she's going to be fine. Whereas really this is just the beginning of her journey dealing with the consequences of her husband's choices. I mean, well, not the beginning because you said that she had noticed it before, but I guess, you know, it just, uh, are there expectations that husbands can put on their wives? Like, will you please just get over this? Do you know what I'm trying to say? (laughs) Yeah, I I do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times guys, they feel this relief. Like, oh man, I've been carrying that for 34 years. Mm-hmm. Been acting out since I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm in my you know 40s, 50s, 60s now. 
and got that off my chest. Great. Wow. Man, I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't fully realize the, the heavy burden that he just put on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so here he goes feeling a lot less burden in life. And now all he's done is shifted the burden over to her because mm. she's wow. not going to get over it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's traumatized. Mm-hmm. She can't believe that you guys have been together for decades. Mm-hmm. And she's just now finding out that this is what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. Ripped mm-hmm. apart. Right. So it's like he's just dumped all of this in, in her lap. And yep. as as Christian women, you know, there can we we want to keep the covenant like you're saying, but then we are wrestling with these feelings of betrayal um, that can be easily triggered. And so um, the the expectation is unrealistic. Uh, and I yep. think I think one thing I feel like very strongly that I am learning through our conversation is that it's very critical for a woman to understand what her role is and what her role is is not in this scenario. Yeah. And that I think that as women, we are conditioned to be pleasers. Mm-hmm. And this topic also is not something that people talk about a lot inside of church. Um, one uh, woman that I know said, you know, I, I don't want to bring this up at church because I don't want anybody to look at my husband in a wrong way. So here's a woman, she's isolated and alone, and she's walking through this. And I think, I think you need to just breathe and just give yourself a break and pull away with God and really ask him, what is my role and, and what is my role not supposed to be because otherwise and 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 the standard of that potentially a husband who is ready to just move on and get done with it can place on his wife like well you need to just you know get over it now or um i mean they i'm sure they don't say that but Mm -hmm. he, he probably feels shame and so he wants her to be fixed so that they can just you know, find, find resolution. Um, and I think that the sticking part to me is we, as, as people, we don't have any, essentially any control over our, another person. I mean, you can't force somebody to change. And that's the part for me that is, um, I I think where you would really need help to navigate through that. Um, and, and to see the navigation with your husband as as an act of courageous love, you know, that mm-hmm. you might have to make some brave choices <laughs> like, mm-hmm. to put some pressure. Um, and That's certainly right. the woman who um, who went through this, who she loved the Lord and so passionate about his word and wanting to walk in it. But Jeremy, there were definitely um, consequences that she gave to her husband. There were uh, Mm -hmm. boundaries that she set. There was, um, you know, a uh, a physical separation for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was in that that her husband, like you were saying, said, you know, I need to change here. 
Um, and uh, so it's it's a very I think complex issue and not really an easy an easy answer, which is why I'm just so very grateful for what you're doing and reaching oh. out and, and helping people. Well, thank you. We see the devastating effects of this. And, you know, when, as uh, believers, when you, when you've been given the medicine, it's extremely selfish not to share it with others. Mm. And that's really the next place that I'm going and trying to, trying to get guys to say, look, you've gone through this, you found healing on the other side, you were given the medicine, now let's share it with other men. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's help these men heal their wives as well. Because mm-hmm. if we look behind us, men in this country, if we, if we all look behind us, there's this trail of bodies mm-hmm. in our path. Mm-hmm. You know, so many men have made this mistake and um, it truly is an epidemic or a pandemic mm-hmm. on scale. Mm-hmm. And so she has to take responsibility, not for his actions, but for the crisis that has hit the family. Because mm-hmm. it's not just impacting her, it's impacting her kids as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but she can grow and heal regardless of his choices. Mm-hmm. Wherever he wants to go, that's up to him. But I would just say, don't navigate this alone. <clears throat> Make sure that you're with other women who've gone down this road and hopefully your husband is also in a group with other men and they're navigating this together and, and he's got someone there to kick his butt when he's, when it's needed. I like it. I like it, Jeremy. <laughs> so, and, uh, and thankfully because of what you do that there are, um, you have a network of churches that use your materials, um, at, that, people can find out up on your on their on your website but you also have something called soul refiner which is another resource can you tell our audience about that and how they can get connected yeah thanks for asking so soul refiner is a streaming platform that we built and it's all centered around uh, family healing and helping to heal from all these issues that life throws at us and so my wife and I, we're filmmakers. We met as filmmakers and and we created content that helps people essentially. <laughs> and it deals with, with tough issues in life like addiction and pornography and betrayal and <clears throat> all the fun things that life throws at you. And, and um, our mission is to see the captives set free and, and hearts healed. And so with Soul Refiner, you can go in there, you can create groups. You can invite people to join your group, and then you walk through these multi-episodic film series that we created on these different subjects together, and um, there's an online study guide and some digital tools and accountability things that, uh, that help as well. But everything's based around how do we help people deal with what life throws at you, mm-hmm. and a lot of times... You know, people, they grow up in, in families and they, they drag that trash mm-hmm. that they learn at a very early age through, through life. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do that. Right. You can deal with it. Right. Put it behind you. Right. So is Soul Refiner, it's for, I know it's for um, the issue of pornography. You had also mentioned infidelity. Are mm-hmm. there other issues that you address on your website? Yeah, so right now we have 
a series coming out in a few weeks called Happily Even After. Um, you know, often in movies, you, Hollywood films, you see uh, Happily Ever After, like we ride off into the sunset together. Mm -hmm. But how do we live happily even after everything else that happens, right? Mm -hmm. um, and we can, you can do that. That's what sanctification is and, and, and leaning into Christ and God's word. Um, you can live happily even after. So it's a, uh, an eight episode series it takes eight weeks to go through it. And it's for couples. Um, we have some series coming out on alcohol and, um, uh, anxiety and depression. Jeremy. So, yeah. Thank you. This is awesome. <laughs> I love this. Thanks a lot. I love this. I'm so glad that you're doing this. This is fantastic. This is Thank fantastic. Thank you so much. And I want to just point out, in your own journey, you know, all of this came about from mm -hmm. your own personal experience with this struggle. Um, yeah. And your personal experience and then and then with, with your wife, uh, and and how you journey through that. Um, and when you decided to create these resources, um, did you, I mean, you, you went to church first, right, for help, but did it just not, it wasn't? Well, there wasn't it, any there. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I grew up in the church, mm -hmm. and I could probably count on one hand how many times the pastor mentioned sex from the pulpit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was in church in what was this tw 2011 I guess mm -hmm. and the pastor said he was quoting some statistics on pornography and how many men are dealing with this issue in the church mm -hmm. and I was too at the time mm -hmm. and and when we left the church I said man if, it, if the issue is that bad why isn't the church really doing anything to help these guys Mm -hmm. And so I looked around like, okay, you know, I should probably get help with this. And my wife didn't know mm -hmm. my struggle. Mm -hmm. And we decided at that moment to create the Conquer series. Mm -hmm. And it was done around a battle theme and the war that rages mm -hmm. within men to find freedom from pornography. And so really, I created the Conquer series out of, sounds bad, but I created it out of selfish motives. Mm -hmm. It was, how do I get free? And if, if it helped me and I spent two years of my life trying to figure this out, then I thought it was going to be worth it. And then when that was done, um, I had found freedom, been free from pornography. And, and I, I take an annual polygraph just to show guys that you can actually be free from this. It is possible. Like when a guy says, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't, not dealing with masturbation and pornography. Like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. You know. 100% of guys deal with that. No, they don't. Mm -hmm. You can live totally free from this. And so created the Conquer series. And then the next thing was just like, wow, I guess uh, guys want to find freedom. And it just started to spread on its own. And it's kind of going around the world since. Mm, that's amazing. And yeah. um, when uh, with your wife, uh, if you would be willing to share mm – -hmm. What do you think that she would say to women who, I mean, maybe somebody's listening today and all of this has just been dropped in their lap. What would she say to them? 
to the women? Mm -hmm. Well, she would say that there's hope. Mm -hmm. There's definitely hope. Mm -hmm. And it's not for you to fix your husband. Mm. I love for that. Me, I love yeah. that. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> it's not for you to fix your husband. It's so true, yeah. Man. yeah. You're going to wear yourself out trying to fix yeah. this guy. Yeah. What you've got to do is you got to fix yourself. You've been wounded. Um, worry about yourself. And I know that's a lot easier to say than to do, mm -hmm. but get, get with other women. And of course, th those women are going to help you put some consequences in place. Mm -hmm. Those are good boundaries to have for your husband. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. his healing is between him and God. Yeah. And if he stays on this path of doing the right thing day in and day out, and it's mm -hmm. not going to be perfect, and it is really ugly, mm -hmm. it's really ugly, mm -hmm. um, man, the other side of it is great. And it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like you're ever going to get there. And I, I go back. And I look at who I was. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the behavior. I'm talking about how I thought, you know, the thinking that I had. Mm -hmm. It was just twisted in and out. Mm -hmm. And I know what these women go through now. Because I'm thinking, man, I was that guy. I wasn't, you know, with other women. But pornography is enough. Mm -hmm. It's really going to distort your relationship between you and your wife and, and how you look at her and how you treat her. Mm -hmm. how you isolate and all these things that come with it. And um, for, for the guy, he's got to go through that sanctification process and it is really painful. Mm -hmm. And takes a lot of time. It does. Takes a lot yep. of time. So, well, this, this was awesome. Thank you so much. I so appreciate your time. We, uh, we would yeah. love to have you back on. I, you know, I'm a mom of, of two boys, and mine are grown and older now. But, you know, I think <laughs> advice on how we can just equip our younger children to not dive into this. And oh yeah, I would love to have you on for that. And another thing is... I love that. Thank you. If you are a woman and your husband does not struggle with this, thank God for that. I mean, we you know, mm -hmm. but we can all do our part. I'm blown away what is even on like regular TV that is so yep. sexualized and, yep. you know, we can all do our part by not, you know, rewarding that with, with material gain by not, you know, just not even in the slightest way to, you know, mm -hmm. to, to watch anything that, takes one of God's greatest blessings, which is intimacy and, um, and, and the, you know, sexual intimacy and inside of a marriage, which really reflects, you know, the covenant relationship with that, that God has with us in the church and just, just damages it. Um, that's something that everybody can do to. Absolutely. To stop. Yeah. You've got to be a guardian of your home and yeah. protect your children. I love that. Yeah, because the, the fight's not fair anymore. You know, mm -hmm. when, when we were kids, you didn't have access to all this stuff, but now it's on national television almost mm -hmm. nightly, mm -hmm. very sexualized, and, yep, put some guardrails in place for your family. Yeah, amen, amen, yep. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy. Thank you. 
everybody for tuning in today. And if you, you are interested in finding more about these amazing resources that we highly recommend, check out soulrefiner.com and you can dive in. And if you are a woman who is struggling with this, remember what you've heard today. There is hope. You do not have to fix your husband. You can reach out to God and reach out to others. And one day at a time, one step at a time, walk held by him. Jeremy, thank you so much again. Thank you. It was such an honor to be here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.